Brother, in the garden, when they were misappropriated and dressed according to their will, God said, the leaves ain't going to do. He took an animal and slayed it. It's as if God put some kind of rib cage, amen, a coat that was bloodied and placed it on their back and said, this, amen, is what you need to cover. It's still the blood. Hallelujah. It's not what I want, but it's what he wants. And obedience is sacrifice. And the lamb was slain. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad you're in this way? How many are glad that you've been born again of the water and of the spirit? Praise God. Praise God. Somebody, if you could, could you stand to your feet tonight? I feel like going to the word of the Lord. And, brother, we could sing more. But, my, we've heard so many wonderful songs and baptism songs. And, oh, I feel revival in the house. Hallelujah. And uh, we're, just, we're just so grateful. Thank you, Pastor and Sister Morale, for your kindness, your friendship, amen, your love for the Lord, your energy as well. It's contagious. Thank you, sir. And uh, we appreciate uh, them so very much. How many love your men of God, their family? Praise God. Amen. Amen. And what a treat it has been. We can let our hair down and just talk to them about the sweet by and by and great things of God. Amen. And thank you, Brother Roe. Thank you, Brother Clem. Amen for that fellowship. Uh, amen. And uh, just entertaining us for just a little bit. Uh, amen. And, and, and their families. And what, what an honor it is. Appreciate great friends in the gospel's ministries throughout this church, department heads, those that uh, th th there is no lesser or greater here. Amen. Every one of you are an intricate part of this body of higher praise. Don't ever let the devil allow you to underestimate who you are and what you're doing in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, you're special. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. You're part of the work of the Lord. Amen. I appreciate a pastor, brother, that told me, amen, that you need to just keep on keeping on. He took a left-handed, red-headed, uh, Polak German Jew from a city in Hebrew that's called Toilet Seat, Minnesota. Amen. A little 11 year old red headed snot box and said, You're going to do my will. Praise God. Brother, it amazes me how he takes somebody. So don't underestimate what God's doing. Appreciate every visitor in the house. God bless you. You're turning with me to the word of the Lord today, the book of Exodus. The second book in the word of the Lord, chapter number 13. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Appreciated that marriage retreat, seminars. Amen. We had just a grandtastic time. Uh, amen. Appreciate these married couples. So kind. All those that have uh, delivered and served food. And my, it's already been exemplified. But thank you so much. It was awesome. Amen. And um, we're going to go out of here just bigger and greater than we've ever had. Hallelujah. <laughs> well. Amen. Exodus 13. Appreciate my wife. I thank God for my family. Amen. And um, uh, other than the Holy Ghost, she's the best thing on this side of heaven. And I appreciate that. Sister Nola, say praise the Lord if you will. Tell somebody about Jesus just a little bit. Could you do it? I'm so thankful to be here today. I'm so thankful for the presence of God that I feel. It's so powerful here. I'm so thankful that the ones that got baptized. It's so encouraging to see that. Even amongst all the stuff that's going on in our country, I'm so thankful that we know who the healer is. We know who the protector is. And I'm so thankful to be here today. Praise the Lord. Could somebody give that lady a hand? Thank God for her. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. So grateful the table out there. If anybody interested, if you like ordering a CD, we can do so. Uh, music CD also. Uh, amen. There is the prayer journal. Anybody interested in that, please browse that table. An offering of $10 for the prayer journal. Pray that it would help somebody. Amen. Somewhere. How many believe in the power of prayer? Praise God. Thank you, sound personnel, sound men with the sound mind. Uh, amen. Sister, for helping us. Uh, amen. High tech. Awesome. Amen. It's been so great. You help save our voices. Amen. And just make things go forward. You're looking with me. Exodus chapter 13. Amen. And verse number, let's start with 16 if we, if you can, if you will. I'm not going to be real long-winded. Amen. There is a clock up there, 1227. Normally, we're out of church by noon because uh, a lot of churches have double services. But my, we haven't even been in church for an hour and a half yet. And we don't have a service tonight. So get it, grab it, and go. Hallelujah. Let's do it. Amen. Exodus 13, verse 16. And it shall be for a token upon thine hand. And for frontlets between thine eyes, talking about the phylacteries, the tepelin, no doubt the mezuzah that they put on the doorposts, the command of Moses, amen, Deuteronomy 6 and 4. And it came to pass, 17, when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near, although that was easier Although that was, as if it were, mileage-wise, more accommodable. Amen. But he led them through. He somehow, brother, said, wait a minute. <laughs> of course, I don't think God second-guessed this. Amen. It may have been near, but he said, let's peradventure. The people repent. Not in a sense of spiritual repentance, but a turnaround when they see war. And they returned to Egypt. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. The children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. The Spirit of God drawing them out, harnessed to hope. Harnessed. And of course the scripture goes on with some detail. And Moshe took the bones of Yosef with him. That's why, brother, I believe in the sense that the Scripture says the Red Sea parted. Amen. When the Red Sea saw it, what did it see? I think the Red Sea saw the bones of Joseph said, oh, let's make way. Hallelujah. But if I could, I want to preach, teach, and reach to you tonight, this afternoon. Amen. Entitling it, there is war either way we go. There is war either way we go. But there's only one way, north route, south route, that God intends you to go. Because he's got a plan for the man. He's got a plan for the people. Amen. And we're only going to be able to handle the war that's coming, the war that's just around the corner, when you do it God's way. Hallelujah. Could you take that Bible and put it to your bosom with one hand and somebody lift another and let's pray together. Brother, if you could give me a little more sauce in these speakers right up here. Thank you so much. <clears throat> somebody that said, Jesus, we thank you. We're asking God that you move amongst and amidst your people. Thank you. Amen for being so benevolent even upon us tonight. The conviction that flows, the seeds that are planted, the water that's flowing, the harvest at hand. 
we give you, amen, the praise, and we lift you high. God, let higher praise keep climbing higher. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody, could you place your Bible gently on the pew next to you? Clap your hands under the Lord one more time. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody bless the blesser tonight. Somebody bless the blesser in the house. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Look at your neighbor. Tell him I'm not sitting down on the preacher tonight. Could you do it? If you said it, you may be seated. If not, stand up and try it again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just so somebody knows, again, you mean business in the pew. Clap your hands one more time. <clears throat> you might want to say, neighbor, I don't know if you want to sit by me because I'm fixing to have some church. Hallelujah. Brother, we find, amen, the repetitiveness you can find, of course, the allocation of the Pesach, the Passover, the going through the Red Sea. Sometimes even some details that are not exemplified in the book of Exodus, though it's called the Exodus. If you would begin to, as if it were fine-tuned comb, amen, all of the things that are mentioned concerning their deliverance from Egypt. Amen, you begin to put some of the pieces together and recognize Amen, that there are things that you may have missed concerning what is going on. In the entourage, in the multiplicity of people, two million scholars say that had come out of the land of Egypt. What's so beautiful, brother, that ensured their deliverance, some commentators say there are at least three things, amen, that ensured their deliverance. Sages say God did not release his attention from his people in Goshen, though he had promised because of these three things. One of it is they never lost their language. They continued to speak Hebraically, brother, even in some of the uh, cases of historicity. In Egyptian chronicles, you will find that there are Hebraic words that are still placated within the lines of the hieroglyphics which tells us they never really lost their language in the land. Somebody say hallelujah. You still have to be the one people that speak the one truth in a land that's gone mad. Hallelujah. If I could say, brother, another one, amen, was simply they did not change their names. Amen. The names are still there even in those same hieroglyphic gaps and different situations, brother. Amen. <laughs> Though Joseph's name was changed, he was still Holy Joe from Kokomo, if you please. Another one, brother, was that they did not change their dress. They still were identifiable as the people that were going to be called out, brought out, and sought out from the land of sin. Somebody say hallelujah. Pentecostals in the world that we live in, no matter if they've got CV, TV, whatever it's called, amen, you can't change your name. Come on, you can't change your language, and you can't change holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Could you clap your hands under the Lord? Woo! Somebody say praise God. Amen. So there's two ways. They're now going, amen, across the Sinai. And brother, it would just thrill me if I could with PowerPoint in the next, amen, half hour or take a half hour of time to tell you that Brother Nolak doesn't believe that Mount Sinai is in the bottom of the Sinai Peninsula. 
much of what your maps say on the back of your Bibles. <laughs> I know I'll become part of a rock pile for that. Amen. But, brother, I believe it's where Paul said it was. The other is placed because Constantine's mama said it looked good there. She found some kind of mountain in the periphery of her brain, amen, and said it's there. But Paul, amen, and even the locals on the Midian, antiquitized Midian side, the Arabian side, just as where the epistle says it, brother, there is a mountain there that is a burnt mountain top. It's charcoal, as it were, because the Bible said there was a furnace. There was flames, fire, and holy smoke. They would even take some of the stones and place them and crush them and find out that there's still sedimentary on the middle of them, which tells us that it's not lava rock. Something really was on fire up there. They discovered the split rock of Horeb, that at the base of it, there is erosion of water where thousands of gallons had to go over those rocks to create that kind of fusion in archaeological stands. Brother, this is the area where only one inch of rain is in a 10-year span, much unlike Georgia. Amen. This is the place, brother, where the water, you had to have more than one inch of rain. Amen. And it was at a place where there could be a lake and a reservoir where two million people could feast instead of famine. Brother, this is the place, brother, and I, I, we, we could spend time, as a matter of fact, you can almost go, go for Google on it and search it out yourself, but they found the real places. I think Saudi Arabia is fixing to open it up, amen, as a tourist attraction. Visas are already in place. You can go there and touch the mountain of Moses. Woo, somebody say hallelujah. Thank you for the phenomenal nod. How about a Pentecostal praise God? I'm sorry, saints, I'm already having a good time, whether you are or not. Amen. Two ways. God was going to lead him to that mountain. But there was a marriage on the mountain. God was going to strike a covenant relationship with his people that he just brought out of sin. And all of this that was happening, if you could look at the topography, at the top of Egypt, amen, at the, the, the brim of the Mediterranean Sea. There was a place you could go across the land and into what is now called the Gaza Strip. And you could get into the Canaan's land with a quick manner. Brother, within just a couple of days, amen, it could have all been over. Everybody's satisfied and ratified, amen, on the other side, eating the milk. Hallelujah, drinking the milk and eating the honey. Amen. Everything's set in stone. But God said, no, we're not going to take what you think is the easy route. There are Philistines on the other side, and you're not ready to fight them. Brother, I want to say that God sees what would make our heart fail in advance and says, I got to bring you another route so you do not fail in your Jesus journey so that I can build up a most holy faith in you that you're able to cross it at the time, amen, of need. Woo, somebody say yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Lest they go to war with something they cannot handle and return to the slave mentality. 
God didn't want them to go back, brother, to be a slave. He wanted them to advance in a way that they could be soldiers, amen, in desert places. You're either going to be a slave or a soldier in desert places. God knows how, amen, to build a soldier, hallelujah, in the times that we live in. When the Antichrist is walking the world, when pestilence is about us, God's wanting soldiers to know how to fight the good fight of faith. Woo! Somebody say hallelujah. What could section B just stand up and clap your hands under the somebody in section D shout hallelujah? I know you think you're getting a break. Your time's coming. Where are you at, preacher? Amen. Either way, we're eventually gonna meet the Philistines. You're gonna meet the face of the flesh. You're going to meet, as if it were, amen, the irritating enemy that had been such a problem and a pain in the neck to the people of God. The north route or the south route. But God knows what war we're going to win with almighty download of wisdom and intelligence. God sees in advance. Now let me just explain it this way. I'm fixing to have me a Holy Ghost conniption here. Amen. Let me just look at your neighbor. She's going to explain something to you. Amen. Let me, <laughs> let me just explain this real quickly. Amen. Brother, he understood. God knew where he was leading his people. Anybody ever feel hemmed in, penned in? Amen. Remember? <laughs> Remember bank, banquet and seminars. What in the world we're going to do? Amen. They're there. They're going through, amen, the Arabian or the Sinai uh, wadi, as it were, and wondering what are they going to do if they advance from behind. Amen. Even Pharaoh probably thought God or their God was a poor general leading them into a place where there's no retreat. <laughs> there is. And what's so phenomenal? <laughs> Y'all forgive me, I just get a kick out of this archaeology stuff. But he leads him through this wadi. And you can find this on the map. It's a place where there's a beachhead that still exists there today that is uh, placeable for two million people. If you look to the north, it's not. If you look to the south, it's not. But right there it is. <laughs> Amen. Not only that, saints, when they were there, God places the pillar of fire. Amen. To keep them separated. Why? Because God wanted them purposely to walk through the sea. Amen. He wanted them to go to the place, pressed in, hemmed in. The only way out was to go forward into the water. Thank God for you today that made up your mind and decision. I'm not leaving this place because outside is no option. This side is no option. Pharaoh is no option, but going through the watery grave of baptism, hallelujah, is the way of escape in these times. i got to get under the blood. I've got to get under the covenant. Come on, somebody shout yes, yes, yes. What are you saying, preacher? Brother, what we need is the strength, God knew it, the strength of the covenant behind you, ahead of you. Before you meet up with the Philistine. The Philistine is a vulture culture. 
through the sea peoples from Phoenicia. Study this out. You got to see this things. The revolture culture, brother. They're like, they're like buzzards flying. They'll land on a particular people and they'll suck the blood right out of their veins as it were. Amen. They eat grapes and vineyards they didn't plant. They harvest crops they didn't tend to or nurse according to the time necessary. Just this come in, brother. They're called invaders. Look what they mean, Philistine. Amen. Simply means the invaders, a vulture culture. And God knew, brother, that if I'm going to send my people to the promised land, <laughs> brother, if, we can, if we're going to make it to the other side, they can't go the easy way because they're going to get a hold of the vulture culture and it'll become part of them. I got to bring them through to where I show them the miracles of miracles and I place them in the boundaries of a covenant and a barrier where you can't go back to Egypt and Egypt can't get you. Come on, somebody. God says you got to take the south route. Come on, how many want to take the south route today? Look at your neighbor and say, either way there's war. But he knows, brother, you won't be able to handle it without the contract, the covenant, and the blood protection. Paul even alludes to it, how they went through the sea, amen, on dry ground is relating to baptism. When you come out of Egypt, you're coming out of sin because Egypt is a representation of sin. And when you go through the water, it's a representation of baptism. Hallelujah. We go through the water. There's Pharaoh can't make it through the water. The soldiers can't make it through the water. Come on, somebody. And we get buried in his name so that we can make it to the fiery mountain and become the bride of Jesus Christ as he fills us with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Somebody hear me now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need the strength of the covenant behind me to fight the enemy that's ahead of me. Can I just give you, can I just explain a couple of things? Brother, hold on. J just watch those for a little while. Praise God. No, no pun intended. Praise God. You've got to see this, saints. I, I, I know these examples. We wore them out. But I'm going to remember Brother David. He knew the power of covenant, covenantal relationship, the seal of God stamped in my soul. Amen. There it was again. Nice tents, plumes of smoke, straight up. Brother, there is no smell of gunpowder in the battle arena. Comes to the valley of Elah, Ephesdamine. Ephesdamine means the place of great drops, plural, of blood. <coughs> Why? Because this was fertile, beautiful battleground where they could come and fight and roll their chariots and do their dastardly deeds and destroy the enemy. That was their tanks of yesterday. In Israel, they still call their tanks today Merkava, which means chariot. <laughs> They're a little more modified, but but hey. <laughs> hey, man, you got to see this, saints. David comes, and you know the story. Is there not a cause? Is there anybody that's got something you can, as if it were, bounce up from your soul to say, is there not a cause? 
Thank God for you that have backed up the service. Thank God for you that says, hey, amen, I ain't going to let anybody dictate, amen, my moves in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm going to be prayed up and paid up and ready to go up. There's a cause to be in the house of the Lord. There's a cause, amen, to love righteousness. There's a cause to say, Holy Ghost, fall. Woo! Woo! He puts the stone in the sling thing. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Somebody say, done deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what David said. He said, you uncircumcised Philistine. I mean, who's going to say that in the battlefield? When Grant meets Lee, you uncircumcised. I'm sorry, but I'm just going to say that. I mean, yeah, amen. World War II, Patton comes on the scene. <laughs> you don't do that. But back then you did. You know what that meant? I don't care how tall you are. Hey, man, you big, bad, burping beast. I don't care how hard you're going to fall. You're uncircumcised, which means you're not under the covenant. And David recognized, no matter how many drops of blood spilled here, no matter the taunts and the terror that the enemy looses with his bioweapon from his bad breath, as it were, to say, I'll feed you to the buzzards, Davy. He says, no worry, Jose. Coming down because I'm circumcised and you are not. I got the blood barrier behind me. I got the blood barrier before me. Come on. Either way you go to war with a Philistine, you might as well go God's way. You might as well go God's way. You ought to get on an aisle and do a little hallelujah. Somebody ought to love them right now. Yes. Sir, we're going to walk out of this door. Man, man, we're going to meet devils head on. They're going to spit at us. They're going to taunt us. They're going to commit us to terror. Hey, man, even the fake news is going to dangle all kinds of little Pinocchio puppet scenes before you. Deception's on a rampage. Hey, man, delusion is like a deluge in the land. But you look back at it and say, <laughs> you uncircumcised. I've got the blood. God has circumvented myself from being magnetized to the vulture culture because I've got the blood before me. I've been through the water. <laughs> oh, amen. Thank you for the teaching response, but I've got a preaching response. Come on, somebody hearing me right now. Okay, anybody hearing me here? Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Great drops of blood. David knew. All I got to do is bring it to a fisherman. And that means the place of great drops of blood. Where did the blood fall 2,000 years ago? That if you've ever had a battle or a problem with the vulture culture, you bring it 
to where the blood has already fallen at the foot of the cross. David knew I could fight him here, not just because he's uncircumcised, but this is the valley of the promise of the blood. David's a prototype of Pentecostal come. He's a prototype of the lion of the tribe of Judah that's going to come as a lamb and later the lion. And he understood if I could just bring this battle to the blood, I'll win. And if all you got to do is bring that battle to where the blood is, Pentecostal, and you'll walk out of here with victory. Either way, sis, either way, ma'am, you're going to fight a battle somewhere. This means war. You, you, you's going to fight the battle anyhow. Look at your neighbor and say, you's going to fight the battle anyhow. But you might as well do it God's way. And read the back of the book and win the battle. Pastor, either way, there's war. Somebody get under the blood. Somebody bring it to the blood. There's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Woo! Woo! Okay. Can I, can I, can I just explain it this way? Then you've got Brother Saul. Isn't it something? And this is why David said, your metal doesn't work with me. Your heavy metal, you can have. Anybody with me now? Oh, yeah. Thank you, sister. You're going to see this thing. Saul always seemed to find himself letting somebody else fight his battles. Go ahead, David. Do it. Go ahead, Jonathan. Get her done. Jonathan escapes with the armor bearer, and they go to a plot and a plan of about, oh, 20 Philistines up in the rock somewhere. Now, brother, I have enough noodles in the capacity of here, amen, to understand that even if I've got a big boy next to me, we're not going to pick a fight with 20 Philistines, four men of war. We'll just wait for a better day. <laughs> Jonathan, the son of David, he's different. So Jonathan, the son of Saul, he's different than his daddy. How many have been baptized in daddy's name? He's different than his daddy. They said, hey, hey, armor bearer, there's a place up there called, about, it's about the span, the Bible gives specifics, it's about a, uh, a span of a half acre or an acre, half acre I think it was. Half acre. <laughs> how do you how do you measure that? Let's see. Well, you take the square root of uh, 365 and you divide that by the trigonometric figure coming in from the left and the algebraic numeration that comes in from the right. And if you take the MC squared and you divide that by the algebraic understanding A plus C plus B equals, I don't know what I'm talking about. That's what it equals. <laughs> how do you figure out? He looks to his 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 servant armor bearer. Hey, let's go up to hell's half acre. We's going to win the battle. And the servant's going, <laughs> how, do you, how, do you, how do you respond to that? But I love his spirit. Whatever you say, I'm going. You know, and then to top it off, to top it off, he says, let's throw a fleece unto the Lord so we know this is God's will. He says, if they shall Come on up here. We'll feed your flesh with milk. 
this person. I would, you know, so you say, I would have said, God, let 10 of them fall off the cliff. Then I'll come up. How many know? <laughs> that's my place. How many can give me a denominal on an island? Oh, yeah, that's me, yeah. And so they say, ah. And Jonathan goes, yeah. And he takes him down. And they slay everyone. <laughs> I don't know if he's spinning with the sword in a 360. He does a little, amen. I don't, I don't know what he does. But they get the job done. Why? Because they're the people of the blood. Either way, son, you go and fight the Philistines. Make up your mind today. North route, south route. North route. They're going to pick your flesh and bones. South route, amen, ain't no weapon that's formed against me that's going to prosper. The devil's forming something for you, brother. He's trying to paint the bullseye in the middle of your soul. But the Bible says, ain't no weapon from hell that even tries to form against me is going to prosper. But this is the heritage of the saints of God. Come on. You're prevailers. You're more than conquerors. You're the sons and the daughters of Zion. Greater is he that is in us than he... Come on, ain't no CV, ain't no nothing. Come on, I want to hold this body down. Come on, somebody. It's not going to hold back the church of the living God. I've been buried in the blood. Somebody say yes. Shout yes and clap. Shout yes and clap. Woo! Somebody ought to run an aisle right now. I got the blood. Somebody ought to do a little hallelujah right now. Yes, yes. Look out, devil. Here come the Pentecostals of higher praise. It's Yes. Woo. These are people that have been by, if I could say, the way of the blood and the water. And they knew, they knew, hallelujah, that we can take the battle. Because either way, we're going to meet the vulture culture. But I know Yah is fighting before us. I told Sister Nala, and I said, let's start reading the chapter of Psalm 91 every day now. Over our family, over the churches, over Blue Sign Ministries, wherever God may lead us. Start pleading Psalm 91. God hath not given us the spirit of fear, power, love, sound mind. But I also said this in my prayer, and a lady I told Sister Lai said, let's pray, amen, that God would send the chariots that go before us in any and all of these battles. Because I can't do it without him. Take the easy route if you want to. Take the north route and say we'll be okay. I can handle the Philistines. Amen. I can get there in a couple days. But no, God wants to test your character. He wants to send you to the, amen, 70 pools. He wants to send you to the bitter waters of Merah so that a tree 
or Calvary is put into the midst of it, and it's made sweet unto the taste. God wants to lead you to the foot of the mountain, amen, where he's going to give you the ketubah. The ketubah was the marriage covenant that you would give to a bride Hebraically. God simply gives the, the marriage covenant, amen, in writing. And all they have to do is say, we will do, amen, we will obey. It's that that he wanted to lead them through, amen, so that, brother, when they do meet the Philistine later on, they're able to whatever the devil gives them to take it, seek it, and give it back to the devil and make the devil wish he never picked on you in the first place. Pastor, I'm not trying to be mean in any way, but we're at, we're at the age and stage chronologically in the scripture, sir, to where I'm telling pastors, or at least I, I think God wants me to, and they're going to need to continue, I, I, I reckon. But these are the times, saints of God, that I believe God is calling out families, individuals, young ladies, young men, elders, whoever it is, to be as sturdy and as powerful as possible in the camaraderie and unity of the Ecclesia Assembly and the Church of the Living God. As a matter of fact, brother, we've ran out of time behind the pulpit to use pulpit time and space to say, could you please come to church? Could you please come to church? Could you? I have done it for seven years in this one. So please come. Please come. Sometimes be half the number, maybe almost a fourth of a number, and boom, it's back to 100%. Just please. I spent too much pulpit time Amen. Just trying to pamper babies, pacify it, pampers, diapers, just for those that should already know that's basic staples. But the house of God is awesome. We need to be spending pulpit time to help lead you and disciple you, to make you strong in the wrong hour, as it were, of time. On the time, amen, where judgment's fixing to fall and the wrath of God is going to tread through the wine press. Somebody, could you help this pastor? Could you help your neighbor? Could you help somebody across the assembly by saying, God, I commit to doing every staple possible. You ain't going to have a problem with me, God, just loving you because you're you, because I already know this stuff. But I'm asking you to show me, show me, disciple me. Saints, can I just can I just say this real quick? I'm not going to preach real, real long, so if you're waiting for the good part, it's happening right now. Hallelujah. Amen. I want, I want to just explain it this way. Amen. They threw the babies. Crocodiles would come up and tear the limb to limb. It's like the abortion shops of today in the USA. Amen. It's everything. That's what happened in the Nile River when a pharaoh, as carnal as possible, would say, throw them into the river. I'm here to tell you, saints, that every one of us is going to face that same Nile River. We're all thrust into a world, amen, brother, that has troubles. We're all thrust into a world, amen, that doesn't care for the innocency and the simplicity and the value of children whom God wants to use as diamonds. And they turn and he chisels on them to make them change kingdoms, empires, and kings. 
We're in an age today that every one of us, sister, you had to go through the Nile. I had to go through the Nile. When I was born again, I live in water and the spirit, and so I had to go through the Nile. Every one of us has got to go through the Nile. How many have children in the house? Do you have children? Amen. All of those kids are going. You want to? Pl- do you plan on having children? All of those kids are going to the Nile because we're born into a fallen world where God's going to fix one day. The difference is this, is that there was one child that had parents that said, yeah, all right, he's got to go into the Nile, but I'm going to. He pulled back the, the curtain to the enemy and said, nah, 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 nah. How many, brother, he does this again and again and again and again at the scripture. Remember that mountain? I said, in the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This is the Mount Hermon, most likely, brother, one of the mountains that an assembly from the past called the Titans, whatever you want to call them, that may have gathered and dispatched, <laughs> according to what I understand, in antiquity and the study of these gods and small jays, because they really do exist. Watch this. Just the devil, just junk. But they dispatched separately to represent the nations, the separating nations from that mountain. When Jesus comes and say, <laughs> shall not prevail against it. And then walks up the mountain with his inner core disciples, unzips humanity, and the glory of God shows in the transfiguration. <gasps> so impressed, they were thinking, the millennia started. Let's build some tabernacles right now. No, it's not started yet. <laughs> it's got to be a lamb first. In so much, brother, he comes down off the mountain, and then in the face of adversity, watch, he delivers them. Amen. But then dispatches, here it is, 70 disciples to witness to the world. God was simply saying, pulls the curtain back, nah, nah, nah. Amen. You dispatched 70 before? I'm dispatching my 70, man for man. I know who's going to win. You can't stop this apostolic fervor. You can't stop the fire that's falling. You can't stop people dancing in the aisles. You can't stop them being buried in the name. Come on, somebody. Greater is he. Amen. He has taken the enemy and he's showing them, amen, an open force. And he's stripping them of their generalship. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hail King Jesus. Let angels prostrate fall. O grave, such thing, O death, such thing, O grave, where is thy victory? Death is swallowed up in victory. I'm going to give you another example. We're going somewhere with this. Did you know that antiquity, some of the gods there, one of them with the small j's was called Mott? How would you be called Mott? Hope your name's not Mott. No offense. Amen. But it was the god of death. And there's people fearing that right now. Mott. A picture of Mott in antiquity, brother, was this. A large mouth with the lips as high as they could go and the bottom lips dragging the dregs and sucking up everything in its path. Amen. It was the mouth of Mott that sucked in everything and caused death to prevail in certain instances. And Paul writes this with a little poof, poof, because he knows what's going on behind the curtain in antiquity. He says, oh, grave, where's your death? Where's your victory? And death, 
mocked is swallowed up in victory. You thought you had a mouth. You ain't seen nothing yet. Come on, and thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I bimpakataka, somebody. You got some pain in your body today? Some of you get ready. There's deliverance in the house. Come on, somebody need the Holy Ghost still? All you got to do is lift your hands and worship and praise. Or repent of your sins and God's going to fill you. Come on, somebody. Somebody got some diagnosis in this place? Amen. I reverse the curse in the Nakasha. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Hashem. Come on, somebody. Either way, there's war. Either way, you're going to meet the Philistines. But I'd rather go through the blood. I'd rather have a chariot before me. I'd rather have it under the covenant. I'd rather be loving God with all of my heart. So somebody shout yes. Could you lift your hands under the Lord once again? Come on, come on. That's it, higher praise. I wonder if there's an instantaneous, amen, movement where everybody could stand to their feet, take their hands and hold them high and clap them in victory under the Lord. Come on. Come on. That's here. Sister Nar, you're running. Come on, somebody. Woo! Come on, this praise shall continue to be in my mouth. Death is swallowed up in victory. Greater is he that is in me. Whatever I go through, son, whatever I go through, sir, God has led me the south route. Whatever I have to face or I'm going to face is only going to draw me to be just like Jesus. So that when the trumpet calls and sounds, amen, when the rapturio, hapatso, takes place, and my feet leave this terra firma. I'm going to have the knowledge that I've been through the blood and I've been through the water. I close with this real quickly. Praise God. And God knows this. And here's an example. Real quickly. Sister Long, I don't, I, 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 oh, God bless you, brother. Praise the Lord. This is good. But you got to see this. I, 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 how many remember... Moses on the mountain. And the Amalekites come. Pastor, the Amalekites come. And they attack the children and the women that are in the back of the crowd. What kind of foolish organization? What kind of lawless people of warfare would attack the innocent from behind. And they say, brother, and I don't, I don't want to sound bad, but they say, even sages say, that when they did get a hold of some of the men from behind, they would literally take those men and they would throw limbs, possibly other things, and even representation of the circumcision in the air defying the covenant of Yah. What kind of devil would come in from behind this church and try to tear you from behind, brother? What kind of devil would come to our young people and our kids and try to make some kind of worldly example out of them? Build an ark. What kind of devil? And Moses, brother, he was there 
And as long as faith had his hands high, Amalek dissipated. The Amalekites. Amalek is the leader in Hebrew. I won't go through it all, but in Hebrew, his name, amen, adds up to 240 in the number system. Did you know that the Hebrew word for doubt, brother, also equates to 240? So it was doubt in the desert that came from behind to take away the covenant from the covenant people. But Aaron was on one side, her on the other side, and said, let's help you out, sir, to keep the hands of faith up. So doubt, every time his hands were up, doubt, Mr. Doubt in the desert could not prevail. Aaron means mountain. Her means valley. So whether you're on the mountain or you're in the valley, keep your hands of faith up and doubt will never get you from behind. Somebody's going to make the call in election I don't know what time, brother. Is it just one hour? We took maybe an hour and 15 minutes. I wonder if somebody could with sensitivity, lift their hands one more time and say, Jesus. <laughs> brother, I feel in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Maybe it's in advance, whatever it is, brother, but he's wanting you to pitch it within and pitch it without. God's wanting you, son, to make an ark today that's stable with perfect stability and it's only found in him. Come on, somebody. I'm walking through the water. Thank you, Lord, for the elderly. Thank you, Lord, for our brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. God, protect them in the midnight hour. Amen. Hallelujah. We're keeping the hands of faith up. That's it, sister. Come on. I don't care who's around you right now. The Holy Ghost is in this place. And he's calling you. There's a higher calling. Come on. There's two ways you can go to war. But I plan on going the way where I'm a winner. I plan on going, God, to the place. There might be discipline. There might be water that is bitter. There might be something in the mist. Either way, we're going to fight the Philistine. But I'd rather be prepared. Is there somebody who wants to make that altar a friend right now? That's it, ma'am. Come on, he's talking to you right now. Holy Ghost is talking to you, sir. Come on, I want some that need the Holy Ghost to come into this altar. Come on, brother. I wonder, I wonder if there's somebody that could tap somebody on the shoulder. Say, sir, could you come pray with me right now? Come on, ma'am, could you come pray with me right now? Is there somebody? This is how we fight them. This is how we fight the battles. Come on, that's it. Yeah. Hallelujah, brother. Just give me a little more. A little more right there. Come on. Hallelujah. This is how I fight my battles. Either way, either way, you go to war. Tonight, 
as close as possible. Somebody bring somebody. There's room. Come on. Come on. Come on, brothers. Could you do the same? Come on. Bring it forward. Bring it up. Come on. Bring it on. Hallelujah. Bring somebody closer. There ought to be a whole amen company of saints. Could you pray with some of these? Come on. You're singing it again loud and clear. Come on. This is how I fought my battles. Come on. That's it. Come on. Come on.
Brothers, brothers, as quick as you can. In, in about four or five, make a few circles of brothers. Come on, could you do it? Amen. Let them pray. Let them pray. Come on. I want you. That's it. Not every. Amen. That's it. Four or five. Amen. About two, three separate circles. Amen. Find yourselves here. Hallelujah. Come on. I want you to pray. The glory is going to fall in the middle of this. We take dominion and authority over every devil that tries to rise our home. We take dominion and authority right now. Sing it. Sing it again. Yes.
more. Well, if everybody will just look up here just a moment, unless you're praying with somebody. If you're praying with somebody, keep around praying. Amen. This is Benita, uh, Sister Crystal's mom. Praise God. Been coming to church here a little while. Praise God. And uh, she she surrendered her heart back to God. She's had the Holy Ghost in the past. She didn't speak in tongues this morning. We can pray that God will renew her in the Holy Ghost and fill her with the Holy Ghost this morning. So, hallelujah. Uh, praise God. Thankful that God is moving in a mighty way on folks all over the house this morning. Hallelujah. This is a pleasant surprise. Praise God. Let's pray for Benita right now. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask you, God, to touch Benita, God. Be with her, God. Hallelujah, Lord, as she starts this journey, God, afresh and anew, God, living for you, God, serving you, God. Hallelujah. God, give your angels charge of her, God. Lord, let them go before her, God. Prepare the path, God, as she's to walk in for you, God. Hallelujah, God. Fill her with the power of the Holy Ghost this morning, God. When she comes up out of this water, God, hallelujah, God, grant her the power of the Holy Ghost in her soul, God. We give you all the praise and glory and honor for it, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah.
place here today. This is heaven on earth. Amen. This is hallelujah. We've definitely been to church today. You can't go home and say you didn't go to church today. You've been to church today. Hallelujah. Amen. We appreciate what God's doing at Higher Praise. And appreciate, hallelujah, the man of God, Brother Norlock, Sister Norlock coming and being with us. Hallelujah. Brother Norlock went back and spoke to Brother Sherman Sister Shirley talking about their midnight hour. He didn't know that they just lost their daughter. Hallelujah. And they are in their midnight hour. But you know what? God's going to strengthen them in their midnight hour. God's going to help them in their midnight hour. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for coming to church today. Thank you for putting everything you had into the service today. Hallelujah. Man, if we do this every time we come to church, just think what would happen. If we just put everything we got into every service, what would happen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for coming. Shake hands with somebody. Tell them how much you love and appreciate them. Tell them how much you, you, how glad you were to see them in God's house today. Make sure you let Brother Sister Norlock know. Amen. How much we love and appreciate them. Praise God. Good to have Sister Kirkland here. I don't think I mentioned her name earlier. Good to have her here. There's probably some other folks here I didn't mention either, but so glad to have all of you. All of our visitors in God's house. Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah.